I had a taxidermy class on Friday. I'm serious. I had a taxidermy class. We had a choice between a rabbit or a rat. I took the rat. And it was like a lot harder than I thought it was. And it was, it, well, first of all, it's like I have ADHD. Like, I have ADHD. How do I sit in uh, the same spot for four hours? I was panicking. Like, what do I do? And then she goes, okay, so, and she was this super cute, like, tattooed girl, not, a, it's a different girl. And she was like, okay, so you make your dorsal incision? And I was like, cool. And I somehow got through the whole class. But the thing is, I study a lot of criminal behavior, meaning like I know an absurd amount of facts about serial killers. So I was kept making jokes, like it puts the lotion on its skin. And it was making the entire class uncomfortable. So that was cool. Um, so now I have a fun little taxidermied mouse. He's my friend, and it was uh, totally disgusting. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even. Jeez. I'll talk about the funny thing that I talked about earlier. Okay. So, the other thing that happened to me this week was I got tattooed. I got tattooed on my titty. The reason why is because I used to have a tumor in my titty. When I was like 20 years old, can you imagine? Like it was horrifying. And so here she is. And I went and got it done like a night ago. And here's my intro into this is, does anybody in this room, has anybody ever met a sociopath? Probably, because the statistic is one in every 25 people is a sociopath. Pretty sure the guy who tattooed my titty was a sociopath. So it was weird. Like, because it's a meaningful thing, and then you get tattooed by this guy. And I, I remember, like, I was trying to make this connection because you're obviously sitting with this person for however many hours, or, you know, it usually takes like an hour, but like, I have one that took like six and a half. And you're sitting with this person, and you have no choice but to interact with this. And he was like, like really, <laughs> like really scary. Um, I remember trying to make a connection, and, and I looked at a photo in his booth of, of this little kid. And I'm like, oh, wow, because I live with a three-year-old, and she's great. So I look at the photo, and I go, oh, cool, who's, like, who's that? And he goes, yeah, I don't know, that's, uh, that's my friend's kid. I swear to God, I have no fucking paternal instincts, like, if somebody gave me a kid, I'd probably like throw it across the room and see if it bounced. And I was like, hey, you're a sociopath. Sorry. Yeah, oh, okay. Does it put the lotion on its skin? It's yeah. It's <laughs> Did it get? I know. Did it get the hose, though? <sighs> I don't even I don't even Scrub know it, does it, it like hates huh? more than it hates me right now. It doesn't it doesn't hate you. It doesn't hate you. Oh. It's just got you locked in its oh, classroom. <sighs> oh, in my taxidermy classroom? Can I put a last note into this? Why are, who are you talking to? <laughs> talking talking to the people that I I'm see? Talking to all the dead bodies in my basement. Good. Cause I am too. But I'm crazier than you are. What? Fuck! Look, I got a knife. 
one one last one last note that happened that day that was amazing. The guy, the so the sociopath who tattooed me sent me a dick pic in the middle of my taxidermy class where I am ripping apart an animal and guess what I sent him back? What? The corpse of the animal. Oh! So I was like, oh, that's your dick? Cool, here's like a dead rat. (laughs) Uh, It went over so well. It was great. Uh, He loved it. He got so turned on. I am turned on. (laughs) By the fact that I've decided not to kill you. Good lord. What's going on? I don't Am know. I, I actually don't know what just happened. I'm finding myself. Look, I've got you locked in here. I put a Craigslist dad out. I said, this is a taxidermy class. It's not. It's just me, a killer. I've got you in a room. But then you freak out and start talking to people that aren't there. Freaking me out a little bit. I was going to kill. I was going to kill. I was going to torture by and kill. Did I give you license to tell my life story? I was going to BTK the F out of you. I didn't. Now you're all weirding me out. Yeah. Look, there's no way out. There's no way out. Right? What size are you? Are you size six? Oh, God, why do you keep fucking turning around on me? Are you you size six? Can you tell this is my first time? Can you tell? Can you tell this is my first time BTKing anybody? Oh. Wow. How am I doing? I'm awful. I shouldn't even ask that. Why am I even asking? God, no. You shut up. You shut up. I'm going to... Oh, I'm gonna kill bad. I'm gonna bad kill you. You're doing a really good impression of me. Kill the fuck out of you. That's like me. Uh, Am I looking in a mirror? Ah, uh, no. You're looking at me, and I'm, I'm a mirror. Okay, yes, sorry. you I are looking in. I feel like I'm being. I'm off. a mirror on society. I'm a mirror on what's, what's dark and evil on society. Slimy parts. I'm the bottom of rats' balls that drags through the mud puddles. I'm the disgusting slimy one. I've come to kill. Are you freaked out yet at all? Gave myself the chili willies there. I mean the fucking murder worders. I not chili willies. It's not even. It's not even. I, I said that as a. That was like a like when you play a mur- nursery rhyme to make yourself more creepy killer. Chili. I don't say chili willy. But I got a knife. <laughs> I literally have no words because you just ripped me apart so bad and it was so good. Did I? Okay. I'm creepy. I'm so sorry, you guys. Well, I guess, well, I guess I'm gonna go back to the drawing board. Okay, Ladies and gentlemen, Anna Redding. Who wants to go next? All right, Tro hasn't done it yet. I really wanna uh, get to this dude. So, ladies and gentlemen, Alejandro Cho, also known as Joe. Fuck yeah! What's up, dude? What's happening, dude? I like it. It's going pretty good. Fucking Facebook made you change your name. Facebook made me fucking change my name, guys. I mean, they made you change your name to your real name. To my real name, but it's like, for years I was committing crimes under the alias Drone (laughs) Nose. And like, now it's linked up, dude. (laughs) Yeah? Who knew? Yeah. Is, that, is that admissible in court? <laughs> can, fa- can people go, all right, Facebook, give us your records. What was this dude's last name? Buffalo? Oh, uh, um, sweet gals on the phone. 
Oh. <laughs> I want to. I love her, but uh, but I'm, I got my no. boy Joe here, man. He hasn't <laughs> right. done this. I don't want to eat it his time. Salad, baby. If you don't mind just talking to her and find I'll out what her. she's got on her mind, All right, take I got a you. message. <laughs> it, this, this, it's great. I love her so much. Does she call every week? She calls every week. Oh man. She calls every show. But I but I'm uh, but I I'm I'm pretty nice to her, so she she likes to call this one. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Um. So. Uh. Okay. Did you did you uh. Have a good weekend? Did you do comedy day? You were there, right? Yeah, I mean, I was there, yeah. I was volunteering. Volunteering, yeah. Me and five other dudes Yeah. <laughs> took down that stage. You but did I the party with like 20 people there, or like 100 comics there. Yeah. Was that good? It was pretty Because cool. I did the morning thing. Oh, the morning? Did you guys have a, like an army of people? We had an army of people and uh, and no partying. Like, no booze until later on. There was five of us taking down everything, and we were all on acid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> did you do, did you? That shit was dangerous. I'm going to ask a dumb question. Did you do a good job? We fucking finished. Yeah, we finished. It wasn't finished. pretty, but we finished. Did you hear? <laughs> we fucking finished, sir. Did you hear about the tree that they ripped out of the ground? No, was it an old tree? Yeah, it was an old tree. It wasn't. It wasn't a great tree. Who ripped it out? The it wasn't me. It was the, the truck. No, it was the delivery truck oh. coming in at like five five o'clock in the morning. They uh they did the really interesting thing of like hitting this tree and then it goes and then then people go whoa 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 and they go all right you're gonna have to back it up and then he goes okay and then he just goes forward and drags it like completely ignores the information. Jeez, Maybe he was on acid. That's <laughs> possible. Maybe everyone you know was on acid but me Frosty that morning. Doug, Frosty Dugs is everywhere, dude. He's you just like dropping into, people's, <laughs> dropping into people's eyes. I swear this dude had like strips of strips of acid and he was just like, who wants acid? Oh. Who wants? I swear if you know the guy. Was it good though? It was pretty good. That's cool. It was pretty good. That's cool. You guys would not know who I am unless it had been for Frosty They're Dugs. allegedly good. There was a Frosty Nug acid. <laughs> <laughs> what other acid is there? Frosty Nug acid, dude. See, now that name is gonna uh, I, like he he was smart. He never linked Frosty Nug to his actual <laughs> Facebook name, so there's no way they could trace his ass. Hey, hey. But Dro knows been talking about like all the shit I've done, and now it's like. Did you ever uh, did you ever see that bacon post that was like I got booked on this show called Frosty Nugs? Who runs that show? <laughs> <laughs> It's one of my all-time favorites. Uh. <laughs> That's really good. Holy shit. I, I remember the first time I met that dude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's it's like, outside of here. When I first met him, he was kind of cleaned up. He, I, he was, you know what? He was cleaned it up. It wasn't until he started talking that I realized that he was fucking dangerous. Nah, the first, <laughs> w- when I hear the first time I met Frosty Nugs, it's like the last time I drank tequila. <laughs> like, uh, I, I actually got introduced to Sean Lamar by Frosty Nugs. Yeah, nice. They were like best me. friends. They were like everybody best friends. Everybody knows me because of Frosty Nugs, man. They were like best friends. Yeah. We weren't first best friends, but. <laughs> first, time I, first time I talked to Frosty Nugs, he was worried about getting fired from his job at the strip club. He had yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah. The next time yep. I talked to Frosty Nugs, he'd yep. been fired yep, from absolutely. his job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Frosty nugs everybody. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Dro, you want to tell some fucking jokes, dude? Yeah, I'll tell some stuff that I wrote. Ladies and gentlemen, Dro, no. Yeah. What's up? I got some cute new jokes that I wrote. Got a, I'm in a relationship now, so everything's fucking cute, man. Yeah. Got a cool girlfriend. She always sends me these 
these love texts. She's always like, I love in the letter U, you know? So I got to res- I gotta respond with something cute as fuck, too. So I'm always like, I love the letter U and the number two. And now she thinks I love her, but really, the only person I'm pronouncing my love for is Bono. <laughs> what a st- <laughs> I told you, there was cute jokes, man. Her, I can live with or without. I don't know, but not Bono. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Those are like, that's like one of the jokes I feel like my mom would really like, but nobody else. <laughs> She'd be like, that, that's my son right there. <laughs> Telling those YouTube jokes. Fucking Bono, I don't know. Yeah, life is weird, man. Like, I, I do, I smoke a lot of weed, and my girlfriend doesn't smoke weed, so I do, I smoke a lot of weed secretly now. And it's, and it's like, this ain't the first time I've been in this type of, like, relationship. Like, I've also, like, not smoked weed in front of my girlfriend in the past because that girl smoked a lot of weed, too, but she never had any. And it was, it was you know, she never had any money or anything. Just <laughs> now I'm starting to realize I'm an addict, guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. I don't even want to share my weed with girls. This is, ah, this is more like an intervention for myself. I don't know. I started driving a car. Started driving, and I, yeah, it's, you know, what? that's how I felt. I was like, yeah. But then I had to start parking that car. And it's like, it's like everywhere in the city I parked, there's broken glass already there. And it's, <laughs> and it's like finding the spot is already the hard part. Like, it brings out all this inner barrio rage that I haven't, that I haven't let out in years. Like, I found this guy pulling out of his spot, you know. And I put my blinker on like you're supposed to, and he pulled out, and then another car cut me off and took my spot. And I just start losing it. I start honking my horn, start yelling shit. Just like, get the fuck out of the car, motherfucker. I'm going to fucking kill you. Just, just shit that I hope it's not a big, strong, muscular man behind the wheel of that Subaru. But I see the door open, and it was just a small, old, little Asian lady. And she just like rolled down the window and she's like, I'm sorry, sir, I didn't see your blinker. Then she got back in her car, pulled out and left. Yeah. Yeah. I was scared, yeah. I was was shocked. I just scared the shit out of this old lady. And I was just quiet and then I was like, that's right, bitch, I still got it. I still got it, guys. Still got a little bit of thug in me. It's fucking. Fuck yeah, that's one of the jokes my mom doesn't like. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> how's life, sir? I know your name, but I just want to sound like it's a real audience member. <laughs> you just throw me a bone, dude. No, oh, sir. Ma'am? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me how life is, sir. Get a goddamn parking spot the other day. You know what happened? What happened, sir? I saw my wife looking at the spot from another man's window. She was in another man's apartment. She was looking at that spot. She was thinking, God, I love that spot. I'd like to have that spot. I went to go try and take it, and someone else was already there, and it was the, the man whose apartment she's in. God damn it. <laughs> Look, I just... Uh, I feel like everything's being taken away from me right now. You seem like someone I can talk to. Talk to me, baby. I'm here here for your support. Look, I just dropped some acid in the park. I was supposed to be working with some buddies on a, on a, on a, 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 it's a curriculum plan for a preschool. 
I just, I started to see colors and shapes and I was like, I'd be useful for this. I dropped the acid before I went over and met some guys that were working on a curriculum plan. I walked up and I said, hey guys, and they said, get out of here. You seem cool. I'm fucking cool, man. You like America or what? <laughs> it's my number one country, dude. Number one. Right next to USA. Right on. And number. <laughs> it's my number one country to take a number two. Hell Why not even go there? Why'd I have to go blue with that? Hell yeah, number two. I don't know. Look, man, I feel like I can really trust you. Dude, you could tell me all the crimes you committed. You can trust me, man. I broke my own window on my car. <laughs> Just because I wanted to talk to some cops and not have them be busting me. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, hey, someone did this. And then they'd be like, at what particular time did this particular incident occur to your particular vehicle? Hey, if you want someone to talk to, you just got to let the Mormons or the Jehovah's in, dude. Oh, man. Was there. I like your smooth way of talking. It's I like your not so smooth way of talking. I'm really disjointed. It's really strident tones. <laughs> People say I'm like a real pain in the ass uptight white guy. You sound like you are one, sir. That was my first guess. But look at my skin. <laughs> I'm a black guy. How does your mom feel about that? Oh, here comes that white cop I was just talking to. Hey, so hey, are you still mad? Hold on, hold on, hold on there, hold on there, boy. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> back up a little bit. <laughs> what? Hey, look, man. Hold I on, hold on, hold on. Now listen, now listen. I'm in charge. Listen, I'm in charge. Listen, your skin is a little too black to be in charge. <laughs> I, got I got this now. I got this now. Listen, what seems to be the problem here? Well, I, I want well, nothing. Hold on, I hold just, on, hold on. I listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, black Joe. man. Listen to me. I know you're black. I know you're black. Yeah. I know you black righteous. I know you got, you know, Malcolm X in your fucking, you know, pickup truck, all that shit. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about that, all right? Listen to me, all right? I'm talking to this goddamn Mexican, all right? Now, Wait Mexican. a minute. He's my friend. Yeah, he's goddamn Mexican. I don't need to hear your fucking <laughs> black lips listening, running up and down the mouth. Right? Listen, <laughs> I'm Mexican. I can listen to you. You can run across the border. You tell me what the fuck's going on. What the fuck do you guys want me for? Well, I just wanted to introduce my new Mexican friend to you. Why would you want to set me up like that, sir? I I'm sorry. I didn't want to set you up. I, just, I thought he was cool because he was nice to me before. Listen to me, all right? Look at the way he talks. This man. sounds like a fucking joke, you know? A Mexican and a black guy walk up to a white cop. Come on. <laughs> Come on. What do you guys think is going to happen? Somebody's about to go to jail. <laughs> I, I hope no, not. No, no, no. That's officer. what I'll tell you. Why That's what I'm telling you. I, somebody's about to go to jail. I'm not playing either. Listen, your face is colors. Listen and to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. As a white man, all right, being interrupted by a, a black man yeah. and a fucking brown man, listen to me. All right? Listen to me. What were we interrupting? Somebody's about to go to jail. I was you fucking over there. With your thumbs on your belt. Uh, no, actually, I was fucking just washing my hands from the donuts I was eating. <laughs> Got <laughs> Got a couple. You wash your hands on uh, your belt? Well, my chief, my chief doesn't like, you know, crumbs on the tie. He told us stop, stop having crumbs on the tie. Okay. So, uh, 
I try, uh, I try to wipe the crumbs off of my fingers and the tie. You are the most interesting uh, cop I've ever met. All right, listen to me, let, let, listen to me, black man. Why, why do you not have? Why, why are you talking to me anyway? You should have your fucking hands locked behind your head yeah. with your. Uh, but I didn't do nothing. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't do anything. I can fucking arrest you right Wait, now. Why and is by my the Mexican time, friend the, doing all the things you're that you're saying and backing away? I just need to know if why there's. Did you, do you have a green card? No. Where, did, where did this guy go? Joe, you'll be my character witness. Is, is his name Speedy Gonzalez? Because that, that, that Mexican was fast. Jesus. Officer, I Run just fast, jump high. That's uh, the Mexicans I know. Run fast, jump Ladies high. Ladies and gentlemen, you didn't hear much from him on the last half, but thank you very much. Joe knows everybody. Joe, I'm so sorry. That, that didn't feel fair. I didn't. Okay, thank you. All right, that was great. Okay, uh, all right. Tomas has been raising his hand a bunch of times. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this motherfucker up right here. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, please be excited and put your hands together for the wonderful regular to Bubblegum Garbage Party, Tomas Flores. I just wanted to make sure the Mexicans were together. Huh? <laughs> just wanted to make sure the Mexicans were together. Yeah, we keep you in a cluster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's what Viva La Raza means. He was just taking off. He, he was like, oh, fuck, the cops are going to do what they do. I'm leaving. <laughs> and let the black guy get shot. No, Absolutely. he applied it. Yeah, they always show the video after the black guy gets shot because the Mexican already left. He's, <laughs> the one, yeah, he's right. usually the one yeah. shooting the film. Oh, like, Come on. Viva La Raza. Come Bye. on. Come on. Lo siento, negrito. Bye. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can say that. Tomas, how you doing, man? Because I speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> no one else does. Uh, probably does. I speak a little. We grew up in the same place, so I don't think you speak Spanish. I, I only speak Spanish now because I have a kid, and I'm supposed to teach her Spanish. You're so. supposed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you got no Spanish? You got Of course you do. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. I like it. <clears throat> um, or we just use English so you can hear us, because you're just afraid of us anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, your English is so ununderstandable. <laughs> All that ghetto speaking accents. <laughs> All those around. colloquialisms we use. Jeez. I can't tell the word. Are you, got that are you, eating, come are you eating chicken? Are, are you eating chicken? <laughs> Y'all don't make no right language movie. Thomas Bridgman's true self is coming out, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, well, ladies and gentlemen Thomas Bridgman. My cadence is smooth. I won't take one of these things out and draw like a chalkboard on the ground with it. It's made out of candy. <laughs> I don't know what I I'm not sure what you said. And I'm going to be while I'm doing this interview. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jamon, don't you mind this big? He's going to maybe nibble on your ankles a little bit. He ain't been fed in a couple of days. <laughs> Makes him more horny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad it wasn't an officer that walked in when I said it. Makes him more horny. Yeah, I was just like, somebody's coming in. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it's okay it wasn't a cop. So we're, we're do okay. You, <laughs> do you have the... Uh, like, you know, like you're talking to a person, do you ever have the cartoon image in your head, like a little bubble above your head of them? And like, it's the, it's the characterization. Ugh, what am I doing? I can't communicate. All white people are, are dumb to me, yes. Yes, all yeah. white people are All okay, white people good. look God. stupid. Yeah, thank you, thank you, you all look you. the That's same. What I wanted. 
I don't know. Look, you're both wearing glasses. I don't know how the fuck to no, tell you, Bart. I know, right? I know he's like five feet taller than you, but. Is he? No, Mexican. Mexicano. I'm soy Mexicano. Soy un indio Mexicano. Oh, wow. Is this a little division of classes? Oh, yeah. Well, it's because she's not Mexican, so she's not like a you know, real Latino, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I am Mexican. But like the, the real kind, like without the Spanish influence. <laughs> I only learned Spanish as an adult. Yeah, yeah. What? I'm not white. What? <laughs> Fuck yeah. the Spaniards. They're they're European. Hey, Fuck hey, them. hey, 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 yeah. hey. Do you think Fuck white people? Do do I look white? You look pretty white. I'm pretty fucking white, right? You're pretty fucking white. So I found out at a funeral that uh, that I got Native American blood in me. Oh yeah, like one thirty second, like everyone. Well, I, exactly. I do too. I do too. Me too. Exactly it. My I grandma's got, fucking dad, or my, I'm sorry, my great-grandma's dad was Native American. I think do you that's hate the white whitest people? thing you can say in America. I know. Hey, look, I'm just, huh? Do you hate white people? Me? No. Usually, usually uh, hate, Native Americans hate, hate white people. I looked down my nose at should. most white people, but uh, I, I don't hate wow. anybody. You said they should? Huh? You said they should hate white people. I was like, what? Nice. Uh, Woo. Just wondering. I was just wondering. Uh, Native American. This. Sorry. Uh, oh no no no. We always want to fuck the white people. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. We always want to fuck them. That's, Who knew? that's all we are to yeah. you guys. That's all we are. We're just yeah. fuck bunnies. We're, We're just, just your bunnies. little yeah. fuck toys. Yeah. Oh no. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I hate white people, but I still want to <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Cause uh, Mexicans, but don't tell my wife. So. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell well, I'm not married. Say, God we damn white it. people are available for fucking uh, 24/7. Yay, um, white people, fucking. We'll need oh some God. romancing. Oh. We'll need some Hell dancing. Yeah. We'll need some mayonnaise. You need some expensive shit. Need some expensive <laughs> items. And a call in the morning to tell us how good we were because we're very insecure. That's more work than I'm willing to do. Yep. Uh, there's, uh, we've developed. Uh, Luisa says none of that is true. I don't know if the the microphones caught that or not. We white people have hired some uh, some South Asian uh, some some people from India to develop an app which does the call for you. So you record. You just, all you gotta do is just talk into your phone, say a few words, and then the call will be automated. It will call every time you fuck somebody. Uh, then your phone will link to their phone, and then the next morning. A call will go out. It won't really ring the phone through. Um, they won't get the call, but they'll get a message mysteriously, and they'll listen to it, and it'll be your voice, and it'll be like, hey, thanks for the sex last night. <laughs> it was very good. You are a dreamy dreamboat, and I want to fuck you again sometime also, so maybe give a call. If not, I don't care, right? Because no commitments. We're just having fun. It's the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's that's the app, right? So that is that the narrator for all you white people's happens? dreams? Yeah. You know what happens is on the date that you're having with the person, you you click record and then like you'll just be talking you'll be like, "Yeah, baby, yeah, fuck yeah." So then if you're if you're talking if you're, if you're in a club when you go on the date, it's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, party. Oh, yeah, you do shots." 
Then the call the next day is like, yeah, you were so good. Hoomba sack last night. <laughs> <laughs> you really fucked me good. Drain my balls. Oh, I want to I wanna party with you later. Let's go on another fucking date. <laughs> Let's fuck again, please. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> All I can do is shots, take the words you use. Yeah, shots, shots, shots. No, I'm glad we got the Latino influence on that. We need to make sure that, you know, we cover all the bases on that. So we make sure that we get it right. Tomas, you want to tell some jokes? Sure, why no, not? I'll tell some jokes about white people. Finally, finally, guys, uh, I'm, I'm somewhere here in the mission, and it looks a little bit like the joke I'm about to say actually has some truth to it. Uh, white people are the minority in California now. Yeah, fuck you guys. There's and that 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 counts that counts Eloisa. She's not she's not white. She's one of us. She's a Latino, Latina, because she's a because because we're sexist with our language anyway. So <laughs> we need to make sure things are feminine or masculine. Uh, yeah, but no Latinos, Latinas outnumber all you white people. So fuck you guys. Yeah, uh, I'm so excited, guys, because now I'm going to just like, I, shut up, shut up, white boy. See, there you go. Feels good. All right. No, but um, like I, I'm going to start like appropriating your culture now. I'm so excited because fall has started. And you know what that means, guys? Pumpkin spice latte season and Ugg boots. I'm going to be wearing some Uggs, too, because that's what white people do, right? And on Sundays, I think, uh, fuck asadas, I'm going to brunch. Don't steal my lighter. I just want to make sure that the white girl knows not to steal my lighter. She's got my lighter, and I need that for weed. So, Anna Redding, don't steal my lighter. I need that for weed. Just want to make sure, because white people just be taking things from us all the time. I don't know what the fuck that shit's about. You know, people are all like, oh, Mexican people are starting to take over. Fuck that. We're not taking over. We're just moving back to our ancestral lands. We're just we're just going back home, guys. We're just going back to what you know, what we know. That's you guys should do the same. Go back to Ireland, you motherfuckers. Get the fuck out of here. Now, go. All right. You nobody left. Nobody left. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah, go for it. Hi. Um Oh, uh, hello, sir. Welcome to the United States. Oh, oh uh, thank just you. Wanna, uh, just want to welcome you. And uh, can I see, uh, do you mind terribly if I see some of your, uh, your documents? Yes, I do, my motherfucker. You mind? Well, that's exactly the kind of answer I was looking for. Good. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm about All right. Someone who knows about the Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution. You know what? I am on board. Exactly. I'm very drunk, but I know about the Fourth Amendment of the U.S. You know Constitution. What? We love your people drunk. So yeah, that's good. you do. Uh, we are almost through here. Um, uh, see, now my supervisor, he's a stickler. He uh, likes to see yeah, documentation. Yeah, supervisors. I hate my boss, too. Don't you hate your boss? I do. He's a shit. Don't, don't tell him I said this, but I won't. I'd like to kill him. I can help you. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's table that. Okay. I'm going to go over a couple I more I just want to let you know items. it would be very cost effective. I like the sound of this because you know what? All right. Just so you know. Oh. Ah, uh, it's my boss. Hey. Oh. Hey, Steve. Um. You know what? I'm, I'm getting Steve. them right now. I'm getting the documents. Yeah, uh, Mr. Oh. Krasner. Uh, Hi, Steve, Mr. Krasner. Mr. Steve Krasner. 
Um, no, it's cool. American uh, citizen, motherfucker! Yeah, this guy is totally dope. Don't worry. Uh, he's, I mean, he's not swingly dope. He's, he's totally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'll get, no, I'm, I'm not gonna be kind of fired. I'm gonna get him, Steve, okay? I'll be right back, Mr. Krasner. I'm sorry about the Steve. Cool, yeah, you come back, come back. We'll, 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 we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Uh, anyways, God, fucking, see what I mean? I know, he's such an asshole. Ugh. Tell him to read the Constitution. I'm Amendments gonna. four and five. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna also tell him? Is read the people's history of the United States. Oh, Howard's in. He's right? a good guy. Yeah, he's a good and guy. Frankly, yeah. he's you, dead, but good guy. I think California, I think of California as fucking a northern Mexico, in my opinion. Like, well, because that's just true. That's just true, that's right? Just that's Texaco, Texaco <laughs> stations, <laughs> Texas. I think that's New just Mexico. for like Texas oil company. New Mexico. I'm sorry. Uh, Don't you mean like? It's cleaner than Mexico? old Mexico. I gotta tell you, it is cleaner than old Mexico. It is cleaner. Well, I couldn't speak to that because it's newer. I've never left. I, I've never left La Jolla. Uh, I mean, well, oh, I do well. leave to, to come down here to San Ysidro and to check people's passports. Yeah. But, um, you know what? I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be able to get you through. Okay. I mean, you're on. Basically, you're. You know, you ever like go to a show and you're like, you have a friend in the band, and you're like, hey, I'm on the right. list. You're on my right. list. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I could just like go through every checkpoint and be like, cool story, bro. I'm going I mean, that way. Oof, not everyone, but oof. mine for sure. All right. You're on your right. own. Oh, Mr. Krasner. You know what? It's good. He's looking through his pockets. Uh, and I, Steve, I've got Mr. a good feeling. I think I almost yes. see him in the pocket. Yeah. That looks oh, like hey, a joint that fell this. out, but That's that is a regular cigarette. I sniffed it already before, yeah. and it's not. And I also, I smoked tobacco. one. Yeah. I I do, yeah, that you should. Thou shalt uh, not show me those papers. Uh, Isn't it? Privacy. It's, it's uh, There's not that thou shalt, and then there's no not in it? Something about, like, soldiers so using your house's quarters about or something. Like, yeah. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Fuck the British, right? So Fuck the British. Fuck them. America! Yeah! USA! <gasps> USA! Hey. USA! USA! We got him. We won him. All right. I'm going All right. good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Tomas Flores. With the help of Eric Krasner, that was magnificent. There, I put the, I put the, is it, does it work? Wait, not. Check for the check. Oh, it's on. It's on, baby. We got you recorded. All right. All right. More music? All right, more music? No? More music for a second. Yeah. Oh, hey, what time is it? Can I take a break for a second? I would like to smoke uh, a cigarette. What time is it? It is... It's 9 o'clock. This is a good time to take a break. All right. All right, everybody. This is Hippie Sean, co-host of this bubblegum garbage trash party. And we are going to go take a smoke break real quick, and we'll be right back. Please listen to some music. This is uh, Southern Comfort that I recorded earlier and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Bye, bye, bye. See ya, see ya, see ya. We'll be right back. I'm 
The buttery jack was a huge... Yes. Do I look? Do I look sleepy? No, man. No. No. That's good. Can I ask you something? I, I, nobody's asked you this. I don't think. Uh, ask me, nobody please. Nobody ever really gets a chance to ask you this. Uh, but uh, how are you doing, man? <laughs> how are you? Uh, how am I doing? Yeah. How's your well-being, man? We I've all, been you know, better. Have you? I've been. I've been. I've been. I've been. I've been better. I've been better. There's this weird, uh, you know, energy flowing around. You know, kind of a purification type of thing. I'm uh, uh, you know what? I'm good in the sense that I'm here, and this show is my lifeblood. Yeah, man, I'm in love with it, dude. Everybody is. We all came here. We all came here to suck the tea. You too nice. (laughs) Oh, bleed me, bleed me dry, please. Come on, hungry, my blood. Oh, no, you're hungry. Come on, baby. Yeah. We all all came to get some of that good uh, bubble gum out of that garbage. All right. Take the bubble gum from the garbage, okay? Because it's not going to break down. Put it in the mouth. (laughs) Put it in your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Welcome back to Bubblegum Garbage Party. Woo! I'm Thomas Bridgman. This is the show where I, Thomas Bridgman, interview stand-up comedians. They tell jokes, and then I interrupt them in character, and we improvise a scene based on the things that we talked about during the interview or the stand-up comedy portion of the evening. It's my distinct pleasure to bring to the stage your next comic. Uh, I'm very excited to bring this gentleman around. I met him the very first night that I came out and did an open mic here in the Bay Area after I moved here from Seattle, Washington. He took me, along with his friend Hayden, he took me out to Dirty Tricks uh, after I'd finished up a set at the Flying Pig, uh, and I stayed out so late that night and drank so much whiskey and beer that the next day, uh, when I was walking my dogs at 6 o'clock in the morning, I thought I had to fart, and then I farted, and then some diarrhea came out of my butt, <laughs> and then I had to finish up my walk with my dogs with diarrhea in between my two butt cheeks, uh, and it was disgusting, and I felt like a horrible monster. And that's that's the lasting memory that I have from that night that I met you, Eric. First time I ever told you that's what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Eric Krasner. Let's let's sit down. Let's, let's sit down. Let's change the vibe. Let's sit. Right, let's change let's the vibe. Yeah. Vibe changed. I'm gonna go from uh, middle intensity to stream and maybe grab a different mic. Yeah. Maybe, no, maybe grab. All right. Uh, yeah, and I'm good here. Okay. No, you're not. Yeah. Maybe grab that other mic. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, that'll do it. That'll maybe do grab it. that one. Thanks. All right. Here we go, and we're continuing. No, that one's not good. What the fuck? Wait, wait, wait. Talk through it. Talk through it. Sorry. I'm going to use this one. Yeah, okay. There we go. Hello. There we go. Yeah, yeah. We're changing okay. the vibe. We're changing Wonderful. the energy. Thanks, guys. We're not, you know what? We're not, we're not. No, it's that, that or what? That's. Yes, we're. All right, we're good. We're Our levels are good. good. All right, the indicators are, uh, I don't know. It I was good. Wait, wait, wait. The vibe and it fucked everything there up. There we go. No, no, it's fine. It's great. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Hi, Everybody's Eric, talking. Everybody's all talking. All right. Eric, how you doing? I'm all doing right. good. I'm doing good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Do you like to party? I love to party, dude. Me, me too. Uh, have you ever partied at like a in like a Chuck E. Cheese style, or has it always been like Dave and Buster style, or? <laughs> You know, I've never I've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese, but I've been to a lot of Chuck E. Cheese uh, after, based after establishments. <laughs> I've been, oh, okay, I've, I've been to a lot of you know, I've been to your I've been to I don't know if anyone this is this is a real South Bay insider thing, but Bamboola. Bamboola. I think that was just uh, I was what just in Santa Clara. What up with Bamboola? Bamboola was like a jungle themed like oh. it basically a Chuck E. Cheese had a good arcade. There was also one called the Jungle, but Bamboola was way better. Is it like a Rainforest Cafe but for kids? Uh, no, well, cause it had a, it had a giant play structure, and it had an arcade, and like it, you know, and there was not really not a lot of emphasis on the dining portion, although you could you could eat. There. You could eat some food, but yeah. they're like you probably shouldn't. There was a climbing <laughs> you wall. You can't drink the water. <laughs> yeah, there there was a climbing wall at Bamboola. Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's just all kinds of stuff you could do. How come they threw a uh, L.A. on the end of bamboo? Why'd they make it a bamboola? You know, I think they just may wanted to make it sound like a bamboola. word from like some native language. Yeah, yeah. they made up language. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, this is vaguely foreign. 
Let's 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 get white kids into this. They'll get they'll they'll think that they went on a trip. Yeah, for the listeners at home, I didn't just spill a bunch of beer all over my no, chin. That would be ridiculous. Hey, listeners at home, I didn't see beer at, on yeah, his yeah, yeah. chin. Um, yeah, bamboo. Yeah, remember, okay. remember the flying pig? That was right. That, that was, was a disaster. Always. It was so for for people who don't know, it was it was a cafe with like a stage. There was this counter that. Uh, covered most of the room. Yeah. It was, like right in the it was the, the length room. of the room was the counter. There was a stage behind the counter. The stage was hidden behind the no counter. No one in the cafe could see the stage. And anyone that was there beforehand, before the show started, didn't want to be there once it did yeah. start. And most of the people who hung out there were hanging out across the cafe from the stage. Which is weird. They weren't even hanging out outside smoking. Like, that wasn't no. really how that room went. No. They just were not near the stage. People were just not paying attention, and you couldn't see them. You yeah. couldn't reach out to them. And there were some regulars at that show that were like, I haven't seen since, that were like, they yeah. just seemed like, oh, somebody scraped the bottom of the pan. Tommy winked at me, yeah. There were <laughs> there were a lot of people who only did that mic, and they were not good. Um it, yeah, it was uh, probably still the worst open mic I've ever been to. Yeah, it was bad. It was. I've like, been to worse, but that one was bad. I've been I've been to open mics that were like sadder, that were like fewer audience, that were like um, I've I've been to open mics with like worse resources, but I've never been to an open mic where it was fucking harder to make people laugh <laughs> than at the Flying Pig. Yeah. Everything was wrong. It always and started with that guy who played the piano and, and yeah. yeah. And you know we can she's quit comedy, we can talk shit. Casey was a terrible host. Oh she was well on her way to quitting comedy and she hated she running an open she's mic and she would talk shit though. about everything, never oh, watch man. any set. She had like, a shrill voice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean shrill. Yeah. Her fellow was uh was he Oh yeah, Adam yeah, something. Adam Adam taught comedy college uh and you know yeah, normally that doesn't recommend someone, but that's in this case he, he was. I know that that's what he did. Yeah, but um, okay. Does he do that still? No, 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 no. They're in the they're in the North Bay now. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> I don't want them to like Facebook message me. We can talk. He, Adam Adam's cool. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's he was funny every time I saw him. He was funny and he was a friendly person. He I did yeah. a character there once and he. I think he was stoned or drunk and he gave me a very long spiel about what I should change. And then halfway through it, he was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> he got mad at himself yeah. for giving me a tutorial. That's like, as, uh, giving, giving a new comic advice is fine as long as halfway through you're like, why am I? Why am I? Why is, what am I? I, do I don't do it. <laughs> you can be your own comic. Why? <laughs> What what kind of success do I have where I can talk to anyone else? You know, like what like what have I ever done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all doing what we can. Um, Eric, what? Uh, so I'm doing uh, I'm doing your show, Critical Hit, uh, in October. Oh yeah. Do you know about this? Uh, I I knew about this. I proved it. I don't. Oh, I don't. It. It's gotten to the point where like I will book a lineup and then just forget who it is until yeah. I have to book the next one. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that I used sense. to I used to like micromanage. Now it's like uh, okay, I'm done with that. Next thing in my life. Like, yeah. Do you think I should start booking this thing? Um, or do you like the loosey goosey nature? I like that it's like a a real like party where anyone can wander in. It's um probably. 
probably fairer and will probably give you more quality control if you book it. Like you can probably rotate people in more fairly and you know get uh, better people. Yeah, sorry, listeners. By the way, <laughs> for the for the for hey, the you know what? You know what? You know what? We deal with the nuts and bolts. We changed the vibe. <laughs> we sat the fuck down. Yeah. There's two down. people in here. Vibe it's Michael, changed. Spencer, Kevin, Patrick, Renner, Taylor, and Sam. My, it's and we know we oh, can. I thought Kevin Renner was actually. No, I'm just. I'm doing a lame gag where he has three names and I'm yeah. exaggerating oh, okay. the number of names it's he has. It's not about comparison yeah, of quality. No, um, no. Yeah, it's Michael Tilson Thomas, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Gordon Levitt. <laughs> he's stopped. Patrick Spencer you know, Taylor. I think that our teasing has made it because now he's just Mike. He's just like, yeah. he's gone from Michael Spencer Taylor to just fucking Mike. That's all it is. Yeah. When I bring him up next, gonna be just Mike. Yeah, keep it going for Mike. Ow! <laughs> but we changed the vibe, and we're living with it. We're just two dudes. I'm living in it. Yeah, we're two dudes. What we know is our fucking comedy lives, and we're that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Do you feel like a different person when your underwear has become a swamp because it's sweaty outside? Absolutely. It's then like when you just fresh out I'm of the shower and you I'm much more these. primal. I'm much more primal. Yeah. I'm like, I e- it's either like I've got to fix this. I've got you know my whole life is about my plan to fix this, yeah. or it's like I'm just gonna. I've got to live with this. Yeah, yeah. I've got to be the guy who's living with this. When I'm swampy downstairs. Yes. When it's just sweat everywhere and I'm just unclean. I am so on board. I'll just tear through something. I just. Yeah. I'll 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 just rip my car door open, and if there's spider webs in the way, I'll just. Tear them down. I don't do delicately undo There's anything. Find the spider, and I t- cup it in my hand. I whisper to it, don't you worry, little friend. I'm not going to hurt you. You're going to go out somewhere else. There's something life-affirming about just, it's not going to kill me. It's not going to. It's not going to kill me. I don't like I'm it. just going to be okay. This poop... If it be poop, which, it, you know, there's Hopefully usually a tiny amount of poop. Hopefully it's just a little poop. It's not going to kill me. It's probably not even going to make it all the way through my butt cheeks to my underwear. <laughs> I'm br- Not only am I going to be fine, I'm not even going to have to spend $3 on a new pair of underwear, dog. I am fine. These undies are going, I don't need another pair to replace. Yeah. that's And when you, when you, when you deal with that, the itchiness, the discomfort, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, Eric Krasner, I have a I have a curious question that I want to ask you. Absolutely. Would you like to tell some jokes? Dude, I would love to tell some jokes. Change the vibe player. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Krasner. All right. <laughs> Goodbye to the sit-down vibe, guys. It's a stand-up vibe right now. Yeah. Stand-up comedy. I'm above you, I'm taller than you, and I'm yelling at you. Pay attention. What I have to say for the next few minutes is the most important shit anyone's ever heard. So pussy feels like a stingray, right? That's not, yeah, it's just an observation. Uh... I had a therapist tell me to take a social skills class once. (laughs) Yep, a social skills class. That exists. That was news to me, too. I heard that that existed for the first time right then. Um, I thought about taking a social skills class. I thought about sitting in a circle with the other people who needed a social skills class, (laughs) practicing small talk, 
And I was like, you know what? That sounds worse than loneliness. <laughs> so I went with loneliness. Um, I, I've had social anxiety for a while. My parents told me I shouldn't talk to strangers, and I thought, great. That's like my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> I wish I, I hope I don't have to look at them. <laughs> um, yeah, let's do some, do some new new, do some new stuff. Um, I drive a Prius C. That's sort of the smaller, cheaper version of the Prius because the Prius was a little too butch for me. When you hit the horn, it just says, excuse me. It's about three horsepower, you know, the Prius C, it's, it's a pussy magnet. Cause like, about half the time, magnets repel each other. <laughs> That's what they don't tell you about magnets. Uh, yeah. I saw Ant-Man recently. I saw Ant-Man recently. Um, a little too much Michael Douglas in that, if you ask me. Uh, it was pretty distracting, because like, Michael Douglas would show up on screen, and all I could think was, that dude ate pussy till he got sick. <laughs> and they want me to act like the guy in the suit is a hero. <laughs> that dude licked Catherine Zeta-Jones's clit until he got mouth cancer, and he kept on licking. <laughs> and I'm supposed to worry about anything else. <laughs> Where is the Marvel movie about that? Where is the <laughs> $200 million movie about the dude who literally gave himself cancer? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bummer topic unless you know that he was fine. It requires a very delicate balance of knowledge in the audience. <laughs> like, you have to know that it happened, or I sound like a crazy person. I sound like I'm saying, Michael Douglas ate pussy till he got sick. What the fuck is this guy talking about? What is this new alt comedy? <laughs> That's very, very fanciful what this guy is saying. <laughs> 90s actor Michael Douglas ate pussy till he got sick. What, what part of that is supposed to be funny? <laughs> you have to have to understand that that was real, and then you have to understand that he's fine now, and because you know he got cancer, and that's uh, everyone. Everyone. Everyone thinks cancer is a huge bummer for some reason. So it is a tightrope. Yeah. Um. I think I have attractive features, but I don't think any of them are masculine. <laughs> like, I have soft hair and full lips and long eyelashes. <laughs> and a tight vagina, right, folks? Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, hey. 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 Listen, uh, partner. Um, yeah, uh, Batman? Mm, you've been great on this. Uh, you've been great. Every time you come down to my, my, my awful open mic, you've been really good. Yes. Okay. You got uh, you got really soft hair. You got really tight. I lips. do. I, yeah, beautiful. You got a beautiful face. I, you I got think about that every time I look in the mirror. You got a hard body. Mm. Uh, mm, yeah. I'm ready to take this open mic to the next level. I'm ready to make this an open mic fuck fest. 
Oh yeah, it's I a bubble bubble gum fuck party now. No, but what I'm saying is, I want this to be a live sex show. It's a double cum fuck party. I want you to. That'll be the. That'll be the name of the of the live sex show we're doing. Here's the way I want the show to go. Okay. Two people. Two people. Have sex. Right. On stage. Okay. One person makes jokes about it. Okay. The whole time. What is the other person? We rotate those. We could have two mics. We can have two mics and they're both joking. One mic. <laughs> Look, you're not here to make suggestions. You're here to fuck or tell jokes. And or, though. It's not the first time I've made that sentence. Okay, so. In my life. Uh, or so is the person. Uh, we're not, let's, let's not narrow down genders yet. Not at all. There's uh, no, no genders involved. We don't even. That's, yeah, I'm so, gender okay. blind. So, so I- the person in the active position is making jokes and the person in the receptive position is silent or vice no, versa? No, the two fuckers. The all right. Ju- the, the, fuck, the fucker and the fucky. Who might be doing anything. They're semi-silent. I mean, they can grunt and groan. Such like. Oh, two people fuck a third person that makes jokes. Third person stands there making jokes. Okay. All right, let's get I it started. I want to start the show. With a song, I believe the children are our future. Okay. It's a Whitney Houston song. You ever heard of that one? Uh, yes, I have. I and it's a perfect the choice. I children are our future. Give them I know the lyrics. I'm just harmonizing. Look, I took, a, I took a wellness class in community college. And my teacher, one day, the whole class was taught on just the lyrics of that song. So, all right, don't well, make, let's don't mock don't mock that song. Let's get this fucking started. On the Zip. day, wow. Yeah, you, I know it's a pretty nice song. You're gifted. Yeah, you are a gifted boy. Zip, that was your zipper. <laughs> all right, and <laughs> zip. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, 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 I've started. You can start I, whenever. You I'm can going. Start. <laughs> you, wow. <laughs> you are really going. <laughs> Look at that thing. <laughs> it's like a remote control car. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. It, how come it only turns to the right? <laughs> well, uh, let's let's uh, let's book someone to commentate. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> we got. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you right, whore! Got two Ooh, good you whore! Yeah. Here right now today. Don't we call me that. Oh, uh, that guy's uh, he's really got his dick out. I'm already going. He's um. really pushing that dick right where the <laughs> dick like needs to go. <laughs> he's pull that, he's pull that cap over your eyes, you whore! Oh, <laughs> a lot of pretty nasty talk happening here, folks. I don't know if you want to hear this kind of thing. This is a fuck fest, but not the kind I imagined. Nice family. I'm close. <laughs> now we got some pretty good Three Stooges impersonation happening here. Way uh, more contact than us. Way a lot of curly. Oh my god, a lot of curly ah. and also some oh orgasms. God, oh my god. Oh boy. Uh, can we get? God, what a show, huh, guys? Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, now that the sex is done. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I enjoyed that. Highlights, highlights, lowlights. Yeah. Uh, Give us a rating. For me, it was everything because. I wasn't. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. So yeah, you didn't want it. You didn't. I mean, you didn't. What's give me the match? Well, you showed up like a champ. So I showing mean, yeah, up like, was a big highlight for me. By by starting the show, you were consenting. I, so, uh, I see. All right. So some uh, controversial statements about the rape question here. Oh, okay. Like oh, I said, this is a comedy I, show, folks. Right, ah, I'm, 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 I'm the best. 
I'm the bad guy just because I had sex with Tom without his consent. Hey, look, I'm, you, you're a good. I'm the asshole here. No, you're you're a cool guy. You're a cool guy. And a I lot of a lot of. I just want to hang out. I just uh, a lot of rationalizing what just happened here. Feel like two people don't feel quite the same. Don't really feel quite as good about themselves. Not quite as much people anymore as they I used feel, to be. Myself, the problem is that you made me the the um, the penetrate. I'm I, you made me penetrate you. Yeah, uh, and of that course. doesn't usually happen. Uh, I have priapism. It's a permanent erection. It's a lot of pain. And I love prostate simulation. I didn't want that to happen. Um, I didn't want you to mount me, and you did, and you did it great. It felt yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all came, but mm. I, uh, even our announcer, Michael. I am married to God, and so well, uh, God's I, gonna have to make some room. Well, God is is God here? It's an open relationship. Pretty now. sure God's here. Oh, hey. There's Hello. a god. Wow. Oh, I am, sir, I love your work. I am, Thank you. Oh, do oh you? Oh, my god. How good. How oh, good. God, how much cheeks in, in How in much do you like yeah. my work? <laughs> yeah, god God speaks in two genders at the exact same time. How hard is that? <laughs> All right. So to just to both be in the do same. Do I have a microphone? Oh, my god. To both god. say how the much? same words at the same time, oh. it must be hard. It's super. It must be hard. You probably have to look at impossible. each other and it's make it super. work. It's actually it's super, easy. super easy. In both his. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The voice of God. It's easy. It's easy. Super. Right, super, super, super duper easy. Super. <laughs> 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 no on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's it's, got the reverb. That's just, that's reverb we want to hear. So, after our sex of all, um, is what I did to Tom. Wait. Cool. We missed what we you missed did. We missed what you did. What? Uh, okay, so we had some sex. I uh, <laughs> sat down on his erection and vigorously took his seed. <laughs> no, you didn't. Takes no, you issue didn't. Well, he definitely <laughs> did. I was here. I was uh, watching uh, it. The amount of consent that was involved. I announced the whole thing. You should listen back the to the show. Like yeah, God, um, I, it hurts me that you, uh, being able to see everything, didn't watch our open Yeah, what? This doesn't do it for you, God? Come on. No. Dude, I want a little something out of this. Oh, so, okay, you created God the universe, wasn't into it. I, create, I created your comedy. fucking shit in, like, God six created days. the universe and created the skit. Oh, God and loves God will tell you oh everything. Oh, my God. Oh. I mean, they're always, they're always getting off the hand, so it's like... I created true, your dumbass and, like, everything around you in, like, six days. So. Yeah, you know, rappers. God. Well, I don't know what this is anymore. I'm leaving. Me too. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, goodbye, Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Krasner. Welcome back to Bubblegum Garbage Party. This is the show where sex acts occur, and you just hear about them, and then God talks about them. All right, I got three beautiful people here waiting to go up, and they're all going to go up. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Yuri. You're the first. Oh, Yuri, Yuri hasn't been here in a while. <laughs> You're just being kind. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Yuri Mikulovsky! Welcome back, friend. Hi, what are you doing with your keys? Oh, you had to cover you had to cover your ears I for a very, second. I have very tender ears. I have sensitive ears. I freak out whenever uh, um whenever an ambulance goes by. I don't freak out, but I have to plug my ear. I have to like either roll up the windows or plug my ears, and sometimes that means that I'm not steering the car for a second. Wow, sensitive ears. Well, what do you think is the um, genesis of that? 
What? The cellar. It was. It's only been since that movie that. You're yeah, it destroyed my ears. It destroyed your ears. Yeah, it gave me something called hyperacusis. Hyperacusis. Yeah. So you thing. saw you saw a doctor after. I did. You got a diagnosis. Yeah, I got a real one. I woke up the day after seeing the movie and uh, the sound of my keys rattling on the dresser really hurt. <laughs> Do you feel as though you're hearing more? Did you get daredevil hearing, or did, or did your hearing just become more sense? Did you did it just hurt more to hear things? No, it just hurts more to hear things. Like the sound of my friend Julie Ash laughing uh-huh. became extremely painful. Does she have a loud laugh? She has a really loud laugh. Like I used to love it because she she would laugh at everything I said, and then suddenly I stopped trying to make her laugh. It's very sad. Yuri, and I'm a really loud person. You're not that loud. You're not that loud. Yes, I am. No, you're not that loud. I'm really, I'm really For a white person, you might be loud. I'm really loud. <laughs> I know. Most of us are pretty quiet. Um, wow, that sucks. Is there a cure, or does it go away with time? No, for for me it's actually gotten a lot better. Uh, for some people, it stays with them for the rest of their lives, and they have to like walk around with industrial earmuffs. I've seen that. And they have to like pad their apartments with cork, and because uh, it just hurts to hear loud things. Yeah, and a lot of them kill themselves, which is what I was reading a lot of on the internet when I first got it. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Well, the thing is that it happens mostly to musicians. And so they do something, they fuck up. I hope you all take this as a lesson to protect your ears. Uh, what happens is they get it and then they can't play music anymore. So it's like the thing that they were living for and suddenly the thing they're living oh. for is the most painful thing on the world. Yeah. So they end up dying. That's an intense yeah. subject. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah. I thought this would be a good way to start. Do you want to tell some jokes? No, I'm enjoying the sadness. Okay, good. <laughs> What else have you got? Do you know the Depeche Mode song, <laughs> Enjoy the Silence? I do know that song. I think it's an important thing to teach our children. Somewhat apropos. Yeah. Um, do you, have you noticed how much I've toned down my usually shrill voice? Just I, for you? Yeah, but it's like not convincing. I want you to come back to your seem like I'm gonna spastic start shouting. self. Yeah. <laughs> I mustn't. Um, Why? Wow. I, I, yeah, I... Mm. This is a whole other avenue to explore here because do you think that like <clears throat> do you think it's justified if somebody kills themselves because because they 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 had like one thing that they cared about so much and then it gets taken away or do you think that a person should be so adaptable that they should uh uh can Michael do you mind the door <laughs> Do you think a person should should be so flexible and a- adaptive that they just sort of shift with whatever uh, happens to them so that they can continue to live. I think uh, I think people should be allowed to decide when they go. Yeah. God says no. No. no to which one? We just go to get hang out with you. Does like, God say no to what he said or to what, hang I, out what I was asking? Does God, God doesn't know. <laughs> 
Okay, you don't actually have to like. Don't worry about ask, it. Ask Joe knows. I'm, I'm fine. Joe knows. You God to, doesn't you don't know. You have to coddle my I just ears. Like I'm fucking sorry. with God. I'm sorry, God doesn't know. Why is Joe God knows. so loud? God is never whispering. Drono. Interstellar. Oh my god, when Dronos gets on stage. Oh, Jesus. Okay. The earplugs come on immediately. <laughs> He's not li- Is he loud? Does he He's shout? He's so loud. That's He's funny. crazy loud. Oh my I love god. It. Like, Ethan Albers? Ethan Albers shouts. There's everybody. like a category of comedian that's like, I I have to yell at you for you to We're get my recording joke. recording this. <laughs> I worry that that's I still I, I like Dro. Dro knows that I like him. I just don't like that. Dro knows. knows that I Dro like him. knows. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a very honest and polite conversation. I'm enjoying this. I'm trying. Yeah. Um do you think that I should quit comedy altogether and just No. Oh wait. What's the next part? And be just a movie star. <laughs> no, no, that yeah. wasn't a real question. The first um, part of the question was yes. Do you think yes. I should just be a cab driver? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think you're finding the thing that you need to be doing on stage. I was wow. just thinking about that. This is this is the best thing <laughs> I've ever done. Um, but what if I did quit this and just became a cab driver? That I was just like, you could do. Wait, these go. So wait, go. On. Wait, go. On. Yeah. God gave you this gift. You. Use your gift, God says. Let me, let me ask you something. Yuri. This is it's the, Yuri, right? This is the most obnoxious radio thing. Uh, Yuri. Where what? you going? Oh, God. I'm going home. All right, home. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you gave me the address. I just wonder if there was like a party you was going to. Or whatever. You know, I used to do comedy back in the day. Yeah, I, I kind of figured. You like jokes? You ever heard jokes before? Yes. Yeah, I got one. Oh, God. Yeah. Two fleas are hopping through the market. They go, hey, what is this, a fucking flea market? That's a joke. <laughs> Punchline delivered. I told that one all over town. You know what? I took that one, uh, I took that one into London, and they yeah, didn't like it. I think that might have been a... You know why? Because they drive might, like might this. Might have been a timing issue. Over here. <laughs> they drive over here. Different arm. Oh. That's all it is, you know. They they tell you oh I don't driving think a that's different true, side of the road, right? different side of the car, bullshit, different. That's true. Uh, you know, use your cell phone, take a picture of yourself, you know, for a friend. No, I've never done that before. What you do is you click the button, it's got a little turnaround picture in the camera on the corner on the right, on the top right. Yeah. When I you do that, I've seen that. You yeah. take that picture, mm-hmm. it flips that goddamn picture around. Okay. You never seen yourself so so different in your whole life. <laughs> I used to have a bit in my act about it. <laughs> Isn't that just a mirror? Why would you? Why? Yeah, man in the mirror. It's like Michael Jackson's song. That's what I do when I do my camera phone. The man in the mirror. And that's a, that's another bit that I did on stage when I was a, com- I when I was a comedy make, guy. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Yuri. You're, you're like the straight man in the audience with his arms crossed. You don't want to gotta win over. Uh, I'm so, actually. Gay. All right, hey, this guy, you. What do you do for work? Um. Uh, right now, I'm unemployed. Ah, you write about the unemployed. Fair enough. Uh, what do you say about him? You say uh, not much to say. They ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> that's a, I, that's I, crowd work joke I, I, I would do. I, I try to keep myself busy, you know. 
Yeah, busy like a bee. See, here's the thing with my with crowd work. If you ever want to get into comedy, what you do is you ask somebody a question, you purposefully mishear what they say and turn it into a joke. And the laughs, the peal of laughter that ripples through the room ignores them trying to say, that's not what I said. Is that how that works? That's how it works at the punchline. Wow, okay. <laughs> I... You've, which punchline have you performed at exactly? Uh, I did the uh, I did the Ukiah punchline. I've done the uh, <laughs> I've done the Castaic punchline. I, I didn't did know punchline. they had that out there. Yep, yeah, the punchline in Wairika. That's not Eureka, mind you. Wairika. <laughs> I've done the uh, done the <laughs> done I the Yolo uh, Yolo County. Are you are you just making up places? Nope, these are all real places in California. You got Ukiah, you got your Wairika, and you got your you got your Yolo County. Okay. Yuri, are we? Are are you actually gonna take me home on this ride? I don't think you, you know might. what this is. This car has not been driving. We are stopped. <laughs> I've been just moving my arm as though I was driving, but. This is actually just a this is a, a cabby simulator that is parked <laughs> on this corner. <laughs> so it's been a screen that's been dry it's been showing us streets. Uh but we have not driven anywhere. You are welcome to step out at any time. However, uh if you stay in, we can have more fun conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean I've enjoyed this so thoroughly. You know what, you're the first person to ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and for that, I'm going to give you back the money you paid in advance. Here is your $47. You're very expensive. You're very overpaid. <laughs> I wanna say, I, you say I'm expensive. I say you really capitulated too much to all. Uh, Tom, you're looking better than usual. Did you notice that? Me? Uh, yeah, you're looking cuter. What? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Do you mean that or are you joking? No, I, I seriously mean that. I think you look cuter than What you is good about me right now, though? I feel I feel like hell, you know. I fainted. The maybe other day that's at work. what makes you look good. Maybe being sick. Have you lost some weight? That's I've what. Lost a bunch of weight. Oh, that's why. But I feel like I lost the weight well before you met me. I mean, like I thought I was skinny when I met you. No, I think you might be a little skinnier than when we met. How's your hair doing? Oh, my hair's. Yeah. Are you gonna do anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Wear a wig? I already have one. <laughs> it's a fucking hat, brother. I, I know, but you can you can shave it all. I've done that. I had Do you to like make that, that choice. Look though, really. I don't love it, but you know, you sometimes you grow up, you have to make practical decisions. You look great. I mean, yeah, no, I know that there's, there's no good option for me, really. Uh, I, I mean, the hat makes you look like you're 18. That's the problem. Oh. <laughs> it's true. It's that's the As the wrinkles come on, the hat looks a lot worse. <laughs> Put the glasses back on. <laughs> you see him? You see him across? I think I'm reading him right now. <laughs> I think it's what's happening. <laughs> you've been. <laughs> Is this psychic reason? Been for this? Oh, we're done. Oh, we, we well, it's 9:52. Yeah, we gotta go. All, All right. right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Thanks sorry, Michael much. Taylor. I'm so sorry, Sam DeSalvo, my regular sorry, sweet angels. Who? Oh, I know. I owe you. They need to get first priority. I owe you guys both everything. Week. I gotta clean this fucking mess up uh, before we go. They need to go. get first priority of, of next week. Come on, right? Cause we're all gonna fucking be here, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Bubblegum Garbage Party. I'm Thomas Bridgman. Thank you so much. What's up with it? I don't think you can handle
Talking on the phone, you started catching attitudes. I heard it in your tone. I used to tell you I'd be back when I could. You think I'll leave my baby girl in the hood? I would never do such things. I wanna show you what true love means. I'ma put you on a pedestal. Love so incredible. Victoria's Secrets candy thong, so edible. Spiritual, mental, not just sexual. I'm dead in all my plans to be next. I 
locations at your favorite spot. Pull up to the valley at the parking lot. Got a table by the fireplace, candle lit. Tonight, we gon' stick to the manuscript. Started out with a bottle of Chris, followed by a kiss. I can taste your lip gloss on my lips. So, candy sweet with your bubblegum tongue. The type of stuff to keep a brother straight sprung. And I try to play the tough guy role. And hold back, but I'm losing control. When it comes to you, I can't explain how I feel. No more games, baby, Zan is for real. You've been asking for quality time, now you got it. Anything you want, you can have. Think about it. I've been caught up in the hype so long. Now you never spend your nights alone, cause daddy's your home front spend some time with your lady or the next man will if you don't treat her like a queen you gonna see what i mean when i last right. told her how you felt inside held her hand and caressed her while you looked in the eyes yeah. let her know that she's everything you need and more for you my feelings are pure and tonight that this is happening right now and i'm on time welcome to byob how's everybody doing i hope everybody's doing well i'm excited to uh hang out and talk about bullshit this edition of byob is brought to you by broadway it's bring your own broadway edition for BYOB. It's exciting. It's going to be a good time. I am your host, Sergeant Device. Always happy to come and hang out and talk shit with y'all, uh, as well as uh, drink beer and have shenanigans, which I left my beer outside, but I don't remember where I left it, so I hope somebody don't drank it. 
Sean Lamar is chilling out in the in the uh, foyer. 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 Um, in the meantime, uh, yeah, we're just chilling, hanging out. Hopefully, everybody's gonna have a good time. I know I'm gonna have a good time. I know you guys will probably have a good time. If you feel up to it, you can give me a ring. 415-550-0511. I was stoked to be able to get people uh, listening to us uh, over here at MutinyRadio.fm. And uh, we're here every Thursday from 10 to midnight for BYOB, which is great. I'm going to kick this uh, radio hour off with a couple Broadway tunes. Actually, I'm going to start it off with my very first Broadway experience as an adult. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy this as much as I did when I first saw it because it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Just a little bit, not a whole lot. I'm just kidding. It really flipped my shit on my ear because I had never experienced anything like that before. I didn't even know they had shit like that available. Uh, and as brutal as it was, I, it was mind-blowing. So, All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to kick this off. Actually, I'm not even going to tell you what it's called. Hopefully you'll figure it out. Okay, this is B Y O B. Hello, my name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Hello, my name is Elder Grant. It's a book about America a long, long time ago. It has. So many awesome parts, you simply won't believe how much this book can change your life. Hello, my name is Elder Green. I would like to share with you this book of Jesus Christ. Hello, my name is Elder Young. Hello, did you know that Jesus lived here in the USA? You can read all about it now. Hello, in this nifty book, it's free. No, you don't have to pay. Hello, hello. My name is Elder Smith, and can I leave this book with you for you to just peruse? Hello! 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 I'll just leave it here. It has a lot of information you can really use. Hello! Hi! My name is Jesus Christ. You have a lovely home. Hello! It's an amazing book. Bonjour! How? Me llamo Elder White. Are these your kids? This book gives you the secret to eternal life. Sound good? Eternal life. It's super fun. And if you let us in, we'll show you how it can be done. No thanks. Sure, well, that's fine. Goodbye. Have fun in hell. Hey now. You simply won't believe how much this book will change your life. This book will change your life. Hello, would you like to change religions? I have a free book written by Jesus. No, no, Elder Cunningham. That's not how we do it. You're making things up again. Just stick to the approved dialogue.
Gals every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Tastics books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pam Tastics deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe it's a cash cock honey <laughs> Billy Bob you ever want to be funny well my dogs think I'm funny Daryl well I mean you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant... But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the Hey, everybody. Um, my guest didn't show up, so I'm just going to replay last week's. Some call me Tim. And uh, thanks for listening. Oh, and um, These Bastards is in the second hour, and they're a really great band. And I saw them last week, and they're playing again on March 9th at the Parkside with War Bison. So check out These Bastards in the second hour, and uh, enjoy some Call Me Tim. When it's two two o'clock on a Wednesday, you know what time it is. It's time to talk about what people believe in, what makes them tick, why we're on this planet. Some call me Tim. Here on Mutiny Radio, I am joined today by comedian Sommier, bearded dude, Kelly Evans. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Hi. Also, great radio voice. Excited to have you here. (laughs) Why? Thank you. Some call me Tim. Uh, The reason we call the show, we as in me as in the queen, the reason I call the show Some Call Me Tim is from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. And the enchanter, and they say, what is your name? What is your quest? What is your favorite color? And then the guy's like blowing things up. And then they say, some call me Tim. So that's <laughs> why the name of the show, because people seem to be in search for the meaning and the answer to life and all this kind of stuff. And I'm interested in why people stay alive and why, what they believe in their afterlife and how they were raised and are they moral and what is morality and 
Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And whatever you believe in. I mean, we had a guy in here who talked, Warhol Kaufman talked for cons- about conspiracy theories for 60 minutes. He talked oh. about why the moon landing is false. And I was like, all right, if that's what you believe in, buddy, I'm going with you. Let's go. All right. That's, yeah. Take the Alternative. train. <laughs> yeah. Someone last night tried to uh, convince me of the... Uh, the flat earth theory and i was like i was like girlfriend i love you but you got to get off that cocaine okay (laughs) i just don't i don't get that i don't understand how that happens i mean please we know for something to believe in so much you know or not believe in you know yeah like one reality is this terrifying i think some people just want to question it at all you know and so that's where stuff like that comes up like you just you look at the world around you and it's confusing and so you're like all right well it's just i want simpler answers and the simplest answer is i'm being lied to it's a conspiracy the simplest answer is i'm being lied to yeah 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 yeah. like a renunciation of complexity which i think was why there's like an anti-science movement in this country you know it's just easier it's like an easier solution to say that uh you know uh it's flat earth and you know with almost like i the the i don't know the reasoning behind it is very questionable and kind of simplistic uh versus facing the reality that science is complicated that scientists don't really know uh everything and that part of science is experimenting and finding out new things that are uh, maybe somewhat frightening like the atomic bomb or things like that well Things fall at 9.8 meters per second squared, and we call it gravity, but why? It's like, because we're tilted on this axis at this certain degree, and we're spinning this one direction as this going around this other thing, like that there's the concept of like orbital science and mass, and it, I mean, it's all very heady stuff, but yeah. people have figured it out, and I, I, I guess they figured it out. Maybe we're all just lying to each other. We're like, oh, man, I want to go figure it out this could all be a simulation. How much? Oh, right. All right, Matrix. So usually, Kelly Evans, I ask people to look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus, and I ask you first, mm-hmm. do you believe in Jesus? Uh, as a person, yes. As a divine person, no. He was a guy who walked the earth. Yeah. He's a guy that was there who had, uh, you know, maybe some strong philosophical ideas at a time when uh, there were two very potent power structures between uh, the Hebrew uh, organized religion and the Roman uh, military. And you know, Interesting. He was a pacifist. He brought out new ideas about that we should all get along. The poor man is king. You know, which right. are all really enticing if you have a boot on your neck. And so, sure. you know, you got to think like, uh, I heard a comedian recently talk about like, oh, is Neil Brennan talking about how um, like, we killed him <laughs> and he's like his ideas weren't even that complex it's like treat other people like you want to be treated like that seems like a really obvious idea so i mean it's understandable that people would want to make him define i mean and they went to great lengths to make him seem more magical than he really was I mean, the Romans at the time, they were really brutal. Crucifixion is a horrible way to die. Not yeah. just because it, and a lot of people are confused. They're like, well, they put the nails in Jesus' hands and feet and then they hung them on a cross. That yes. wasn't the stuff that kills you in crucifixion. You suffocate because of the way that you're hanged. They even give you a little foothold yep. so that you can sort of be alive for a little bit until you're not strong enough and you give up and then you asphyxiate. Yep. Your lungs like collapse on each, itself and that you take a breath and then you let it out and you can't take in another breath. Yeah. And so you people died horrible deaths. Horrible for no for for what reason? Because someone stole something? Yeah. Because, like, or 
I mean, I think burning is also a pretty bad right, way to drawn go. Drawn and quartered. Oof. Have you heard what that is? Yeah, they put horses on one. Oh, it's more than that. They do like, they cut out your entrails. They keep you alive. They hang you. They cut you up. They, it's like, it's like uh, everything you could possibly do to a person. I thought and it then, was when they tied a horse to each one of your extremities and then the horses ran in different directions. That's what I thought too, but that's like a small part of it. It's much more, they like cut out your heart while you're still alive. Like it's really, it's very intense. <laughs> I mean, but it wasn't even for like human sacrifice. We get all down on the Aztecs for making walls of, you know, human skulls and shit and yeah. and for doing human sacrifice and yet they were at least killing people for a purpose. Like it was to make the sun god yeah. right. To them, to yeah. make the crops go and to make everybody live, you had to kill some people. There's part of religion right there. Right, right. <laughs> but that's like the basic but then but when we when we kill people in such a horrific fashion, like what we did to the witches or what we what we did to traitors or I mean the all that stuff, all of those torture devices that were used yeah. in the the Catholic Church was using torture devices against not only witches but Muslims yeah. during the Crusades and they would I mean the Iron Maiden is like a thing with spikes in it that Ugh. you put it it's like a helmet with spikes in it that they put on your head so you're like or in your whole body you get inside it and it's like Jesus yeah. Oh, so I was actually yeah. thinking about this outside, kind of talking about uh, the horrible things that we do to one another uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about religion like, uh, oh, well, religion's caused so many wars or religion has caused uh, so much order for society. And I was like, I think religion was just one way to do it. I mean, I, I, it's not like if we didn't have religion, we wouldn't find some other reason to torture or kill each other. It would be over land or some whatever. You know, we found plenty of ways, you know, to to do that and it you know i would say overall in the last couple hundred years um like worldwide violence has been reducing poverty has been reducing it's still a long way to go obviously um but like in a time when i think religion is on a decline kind of globally you know what i mean in some respects like there's a scientific element that kind of dominates society more at least western at least society. western sure i i i can agree with the there aren't as many. Well, and also we're in San Francisco, so it's impossible to tell what's really like the the pulse of people's moralistic standpoint. Oh, I try to read world news, which is once again like who knows what you're really getting. Well, yeah. and when you have a moralistic standpoint, it's like where are you coming from? And for me, I try to keep it deeply personal, but a lot of times it somehow gets extended into something somebody else is doing is evil. But is it really any of your business? Like, why are we calling out? the it's the biblical thing of why t uh, take the plank out of your own eye before you remove the speck of your brother's eye you know you're yeah. like i'm gonna get the hey you got something over there on your face and it's like you got this huge thing in your face yeah yeah, yeah. You know? i mean that's i think that's a, a theme you see is you know uh you know, those who live in glass houses shouldn't cast stones um but you know regarding j judging others i kind of getting into a different territory uh I i'm a utilitarian by nature so i think greatest good for the greatest amount of people which unfortunately means some people lose out that does happen but you know more people win i don't want to say use the term winning i hate that term more people uh are able to kind of thrive in life uh than uh with any other possible way that we know of so if you had that age-old question of you've got one person on the tracks and if you can flip the switch either that one person dies or the entire train dies you're killing the one person yeah even well, if it's someone you know let's say your mom's on the tracks or there's a train full of people there's a thousand people on a train 
Yeah. Well, there's. And you can either kill your mom, or you can, you can kill your mom and have the thousand people live, or you can have the train derail and keep your mom. What do you choose? Yeah. Well, uh, there's two ways that that question is asked. It's like the one is, you know, like my mom's on the tracks, and uh, if I do nothing, then she'll get run over. But if I move the switch, then the train full of people will go off a cliff or something. And the other way that they phrase that is, um, like, you can stop the train, (laughs) theoretically, by pushing somebody in front of it, um, and then save all those people, but you would intentionally murder someone uh, to do it. So that's that's the it's well I hate the save your mom. it's the fat man in the trolley is what it's called it's sure. a moral uh, dilemma is what, uh, anyway it, theoretically there's this gigantic man that would be able to stop this train and say anyway I'm a sizist so I say kill that fat fucker <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, I mean as far as like if my mom's on the tracks you know uh, I love you mom but I you know I got it's it's a hard decision it's to make for the, it's for the it's for the thousand people but a thousand people is a lot of people that die just for one I mean I would make that sacrifice myself. You know, if I'm on the tracks, I would not expect anybody to save my life and dispel of, you know, another thousand individuals. I mean, even maybe, five more people. Maybe you know? that's the most moralistic answer to the story is push your mom out of the way and have yourself die. The yeah. self, the sacrifice. That's what Jesus would do. There you go. And then he'd turn the other cheek. He'd Amen. resurrect and he'd do it again. <laughs> I don't have that ability. No, though. I don't want to do any. Or maybe we do. Uh, I mean, who knows? Only one way to find out, right? Right. <laughs> like the afterlife is does it. I mean. That, that collectively we all sort of, and we don't all sort of want to believe in an afterlife. There's so many different religions that choose, you know, different scenarios for what happens after our earthly demise. And I don't fucking understand. I don't know what happens to, I, I mean, consciousness is weird because I sleep a lot <laughs> and yeah. I'm unconscious and I've drunk a lot. Oh, but my yeah. body's still awake and going when I'm drunk. I just don't. My my brain's not creating memories. So where did I go? Well, that, was that, I there? Right. This is an interesting idea. I think about this a lot because I'm I'm honest. To be honest, I'm terrified of death at this point. I'm getting more comfortable with it uh, as I get a little bit older. Um, but uh, I'm just I, it's and it's not so much being dead. It's like the transition that scares me. You know. Right. Right. And then like where where is the line? Like if I get hit by a car and then I lose like a good portion of brain functioning like am i still me like what happens to me like what what is that you know and then so i you know i would consider myself uh, god I'd, I'd a deist probably i believe that there's some sort of creative force in the universe but there's no possible way we could ever understand it or if there is an intention i mean intention is something that we assign to will which i just don't know if that's really applicable in this situation anyway so intelligent design you believe in intelligent design you think that there's something out there that is a created the cogs that make the wheels turn i believe in evolution i believe in science i believe in the big bang but i believe that uh there's some sort of force behind that you know and but what that is i have no idea so a I would, giant I would, black hole yeah it could be that yeah it <laughs> could be that could be i mean the thing is there's so much that we don't understand about the world around us physical reality like this is we have like a sliver of perception of what's really going on and to think that like we could understand like the forces behind that are at work it just makes no sense now when people assign a will to that is like that's you want sure which you know people use that for different reasons some of them are productive i guess well yeah that makes me think about projecting your own will that's like satanism kind of stuff like whatever you believe is real and you 
anything you create, you like selfishness is the ultimate goal because you mm. ultimately have to serve yourself and rather than the rather than the group of the whole. Do you find do you find yourself in your life trying to thinking about service and thinking about helping other people or or do you feel more like you're taking care of yourself and that's that's it that's all you need? I think it varies on the day, you know. I, I, I want to try to help others in whatever way I can and the moments that I have an opportunity. But uh, yeah, I mean, taking care of yourself is a struggle. You know, I'm, you know, I don't have like a really uh, great safety net. You know, like I don't have a rich family or uh, anyone I can kind of go back home. Like, and I'm not going back to Texas, so <laughs> I refuse back. to do that. You know, not going back. So you'd yeah, get, yeah. You need a, a costume. You'd need a MAGA hat. You'd, need, you'd have to <laughs> yeah, shave. I'm going undercover. Yeah, you'd have to shave your beard or make it. <laughs> bigger and you'd have to get a MAGA yeah. hat and uh, Zach Wiseman uh, is in the house. Hey, he looks Zach. like he has something to say. Nope. Okay. All right. He's good just going to gonna come gonna sit hang down. Out. Good to see you. Hey. Hello. Uh, so are you, uh, are you in a relationship with any people? I am actually. You yeah. are. So I'm you do think about other people on a, on a yeah, basis. Yeah. No, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. Relationships like, you're in. You know, I, I guess what I'm trying to differentiate between is like the small things I can do. Like I, uh, I periodically have conversations with, uh, you know, a group of people that I'm friends with and like somebody's down or there's some sort of conflict. I want to try to help out to resolve that and like get everybody to get along and, you know, so we can all be the great people that we are without getting hung up on like small things that don't really matter in the long run. Uh, Voice so, of reason, Kelly Evans. Uh, dropping in like an angel. <laughs> so, I don't know if I'd go that far. All right. Anyway, uh, but like this as far as the world at large, like, uh, admittedly, am I uh, volunteering at a homeless shelter? No, I could do more. You know, I could, and I feel that, and that, you know, honestly, I do feel guilty sometimes that I don't do more. I think that you should really go on a pilgrimage into the Tenderloin and find that person with a space bag, and take away that space bag of Franzia and replace it with a nice '97 Clodoval. <laughs> yeah. You can take the Franzia That's... out of their hand, and you can replace it. With even, you know, like... Doing God's work. Doing God's work. Giving them the better wine. You know what I mean? Like... It's the blood of Christ. It's the blood of Christ. It's the blood of Christ. What year's fine 89, you know? Mm. Was, that, was that a good year? I Hey, I like... Sure. 95 was a really great year for Clodeval Cabernet. I enjoyed it nice. very much. It's an expensive bottle. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's a long time ago now. Shit is pricey. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love that. But you know, here's here's my special deal. This is somebody on the bacon the other day was like, so when you're going to Napa, like, tell me some wine. Oh, it was broke ass Stewart. Tell me some wineries that you like really like to go to in Napa. And I said, the downtown Napa Safeway. <laughs> That's exactly where you fucking go. Every time I go to Napa, I don't actually go wine tasting anymore yeah. because I went to Clodeval a long time ago and I had two free. Pa One of our buddies had passes from something. And so we, they were like $50. It's like 50 bucks to taste there now, right? And then they give you like a discount on your bottle of wine or whatever. But the, it was a $52 bottle of Cabernet. And, and then we went to Safeway and the same exact bottle, same exact vintage was 32. And if you bought six bottles of any wine, you got 20% off. So you could wow. logistically fuck the wineries go to go to the Safeway in the middle of Napa and right next door yeah. is the Bevmo and you can actually have a fun time it's actually a fun afternoon because not yeah. only do both places have wine tastings they have extensive extensive selections and then you can compare prices from store to store and actually get the better deal yeah yeah and okay. it's great stuff okay I'm sorry uh, no 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 again, I just want to add something to this because this is something I do as a career uh, or as a job whatever you want to look at it as um, I think it's like Napa god Napa is like such a weird 
weird microcosm of a very large world of wine and i don't want people to think it represents like how most wine is produced because like most wine in the world you know you go to like some small producer it's their house you know it's like what their family's been doing for a long time you know they're kind of scraping by they're not making tons of money they're down to earth people they'll invite you in they'll feed you some charcuterie you know they'll pour some awesome wine that's like you know whatever they have around and that's how you know it's not bougie it's not like you know kind of ridiculous uh i think there's just been so much money infused in napa that it's like now the only people who have wineries or can buy wineries there now are like ceos of doritos or former tech millionaires and so you get that in there and then you know money changes a lot of things sonoma's a little better depending on where you go especially if you get out to the coast like you just there are good people out there that's why i don't really like pursue the career with that much force anymore is because it's like i just don't want to wade through all the kind of uh ridiculous uh myopic like uber rich people that sure. like that's all that they're just kind of like oh oakland is scary why would you go there yeah like, right well dry creek valley i always enjoyed very much and healdsburg kind of the northern sonoma e areas yeah, yeah. yeah why what but what but i almost i almost got into selling wine in my early 30s uh being a wine merchant for a large distributor what what made you go and I love fucking wine. But what made you go like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to I want to be a sommelier. Uh, ooh, yeah. I, you know, I'm the type of person that takes a little bit of a backstory. The type of person who's like, I've, I float around between a lot of things. Like, what do I want to do? You know, like in college, of course, like a lot of people, I've pursued a lot of different interests. Uh, I was originally working towards a degree in political science and history and ooh. wanted to work. Make money someday. So you dumped that shit. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Some people actually are idealists. At least I was an idealist at the time. You know, I want. I know, I know. <laughs> he booed at you me. You got a boo. Uh, I got a boo. Uh... It, but you know like I was insane I was really like if you talked to me like you would have been like you are way too intense like you gotta calm down a bit because uh, I was about like, history and politics and about, about yeah civil and like rights changing and the world and like that you know the economic structure is not fair to people having you know grown up in a household that you know struggled with debt especially and then you know buying food and whatever um you know, like it's a personal thing for me. And so I felt like as an intelligent person, it was my responsibility to like it was sacrifice my own happiness in order to help others. But, you know, well, that's you, very Jesus like. Yeah, it's a bit extreme at the time. Uh, but I, oh, I, you but can't. That's sus- so nice. You were trying yeah. to save everybody. But it's I, you can't sustain that because I wasn't happy and I was eating. I was popping Vicodins like Tic Tacs. Oh. And so I had a problem, you know, you were and, giving so much of yourself that you weren't giving yourself anything. Exactly. I crashed and burned and, and then I went back to the restaurant industry because I've worked in and out of the restaurant industry since I was 18. And uh, yeah, you know, I just like after kind of like basically hitting rock bottom and like dissolving my identity, you know, I was like rebuilding that. I kind of stumbled into it. And, you have to uh, back up. What, what happened there? You, uh, I mean, where, what is rock bottom for you? Were you? It was the Vicodin? Was the opiates? Uh, it went way further than that. I won't get into too much detail, but let's just say like I burned through like 10000 in about six months. That's like a lot of my student loan money that I took out. Wow. I, uh, I like had a falling out with some friends that kind of like basically in between that and like. But it was drugs. It wasn't gambling or something like that. No, it was drugs. It was, it was drugs. drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which Cause, because you were trying to escape from something? Yeah, I would say, I mean, like a lot of people, I think that's the case. You know, I just wanted to feel good. I think especially with opiates, it started as like, I have anxiety problems. Uh, and it's 